concerned texts from ex-buds after seeing Shades of Me in the Joker film. Spoiler alerts abound. Still the only one laughing at your own material. You weren't beat it up at Sleepaway Camp in Kent, Connecticut for faking your ankle sprain to get out of running suicide drills. So what's your excuse? <laughs> they say you're considered crazy until you make it. So how crazy does it make you feel knowing Pete Davidson can buy and sell you daily when he's your 20-year junior? You know, the rebound boy toy pinup for Generation Z. <laughs> so when the Joker suffocates his mother to death with a hospital pillow, did you feel strangled by despair knowing the Joker's mother thought less of her son's comedy ambitions than your mom does? <laughs> Joker could have been Bruce Wayne, but you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth in Scarsdale, New York, and got to take your SATs untimed. So what's your excuse for taking so long to make it as a comedian already? <laughs> Killing on Kimmel should be enough. <laughs> So we hired Bill Simmons ages ago to write jokes over you. Look at it this way. You never would have come up with 30 for 30 on your own. <laughs> I love the new Joker movie. There hasn't been a prior Joker movie, but I think it's going to win every award known to mankind. And it deserves uh, that distinction. Uh, Joaquin is amazing. I'll still never get over that that phone call. Most people have heard it when he was calling 911 after his brother overdosed. So definitely had a lot of uh, dark, deep-rooted pain to draw from uh, in this pick. And he's superb. So uh, this is a uh, monologue uh, titled White Hipster Supremacist. <laughs> All inspired from... A concert that I saw on Halloween night after uh, my kids were rained up for Halloween. Uh, there's this cover band called Dark Star Orchestra, and I saw them at the Capitol Theater. And Dark Star is known for playing like famous sets by the Grateful Dead, and this is a set from February 18th, uh, 1972, and it was amazing. Uh, I'm not gonna <laughs> bore you to death in minutia, but they they close with. Werewolves of London, and it was amazing. And they opened up with Bertha, and it was a really great time. And at one point, I was in the bathroom, and someone had mentioned Kanye, and everyone got like very tense. <laughs> a bunch of white guys got tense, and then I'm leaving the bathroom, and I made some comment. I said, uh, "Is it me, or was that entire bathroom uh, crowd guilty of white hipster supremacism?" <laughs> and I got a laugh. So, and it inspired this title. So, white hipster supremacist. So here are some jokes, people. Uh, Trump uh, changed his permanent residence uh, to Florida because a sanctuary city who changes the name of the rink he turned around in Central Park is overrated. <laughs> Can we start blaming the winter repellent culture of New York City on de Blasio yet? <laughs> Met a groovy hot deadhead gal at the Capitol Theater in uh, Port Chester, New York. For a uh, Dark Star Orchestra Grateful Dead set for 72, which I mentioned before. Um, in the end, I won't do anything about it. Still, I wanted to inhale her hole on the spot. <laughs> I'd explode at tip-off, singing, Sunshine, daydream, you're my sexual healing. <laughs>
The Grateful Dead did uh, sing Dancing in the Streets. They did that cover, not when I saw them. And a second night emotion, which I think is really cool. Why is the trans community freaking out over the song, Dude Looks Like a Lady? Steven Tyler turns the other cheek and takes a peek, proclaiming with surging lust, Oh, what a funky lady! And I like it, like it, like it, yeah. So did Richard Pryor. Can I get a holler for a new A-plus trans joke addition to my eventual killer set that will be showcased in my long-awaited debut stand-up comedy album, Live at Hayfields, killerset at gmail.com. Holla! I take a lot of pride in my email addresses. <laughs> so if you guys want to send any fan mail my way, killersaid at gmail. I don't killersaid at gmail.com. It's still live and active. So feel free to send warm words of praise my way. Trevor Noah on Sean Spicer's conservative support from Breitbart on Dancing with Stars. He obviously can't dance. Why must conservatives ruin Howard Stern's favorite show with Beth over turkey burgers? At least Jeff Ross didn't take himself so seriously. Trevor Noah, failing to show any comedic killer instincts. So how did you get away with killing Epstein? This is when he was interviewing um, Hillary Hammertime Cankles. So how did you get away with killing Epstein? Crowd laughs. Then Trevor Noah fails to say, but I'm sure your husband's 37 documented trips on the Lead Express were mere money grabs for the Clinton Foundation. And that, out of all the times on Lead Express, the only thing Bubba was grabbing for was for more carrot dips into your kimchi aioli. <laughs> Deadspin writers, Deadspin writers are on strike because they were told to stick to sports. At this rate, their newsroom will be emptier than Mile High Stadium any given Sunday, <laughs> since Trump built a new wall around it to keep out resistor scum who suck off Dan Lebatard. <laughs> This is uh, Nancy Denterbreath Pelosi on Colbert. I prayed for America after hearing Trump's call with the Prime Minister of Ukraine. He used to be a comedian like you, Stephen. <laughs> you should hire Bill O'Reilly to do man-on-the-street interviews since Fox fired him for what Letterman did. <laughs> Pelosi on Colbert again. I prayed for America after hearing Trump's call with the Prime Minister of the Ukraine. He used to be a comedian like you, Steve, but you have greater service downplaying the DNC's ties to pedal power players at large. Howdy doody in Armani. <laughs> Impeach Trump over what? Highlighting what a druggy fuck up degenerate son Hunter is compared to Eric and Don Jr. On 60 Minutes, Hunter was twitchier than Hillary before a bottle of cake bread seller shard to neutralize her recurrent shakes. <laughs> Impeach Trump over what? 
threatening to withhold military aid to the Ukraine despite him previously approving the sales of arms to defend themselves better against Russian aggression. <laughs> you want to impeach Trump over what again? Calling Hunter Biden stupid? Questioning why Hunter got 52 grand a week for a job he thought was for a Ukrainian sports energy company? Pushing Borscht as the new kombucha? Can I get a holla for A-plus clean material? You know, we can even Dennis Miller. Holla! Goosebumps? That was Chris Wallace's reaction to Pelosi pushing forward with their attempt to remove Trump? Who makes Obama look like a slacker who blew his fantasy football draft pick on the ISIS headhunters for starters before Netflix got his back? <laughs> Michelle Obama sounding dumber than usual. Many people around the world consider Obama their president. Then why does Obama's Kenyan brother claim he's not my president, adding Kenyans don't want his face on their money? He's so not money, and we all know it. <laughs> Chris Matthews insists Obama's perfect legacy drives his critics crazy. Spying on the Trump campaign in Trump Tower based on a dossier financed by Hillary, detailing Russian hookers and golden showers gave me that impression also, Chris. Was the use of German hookers too much in the nose, Chris? Can I get a holla for golden shower jokes? They never lose the lights. I love how jealous the op-ed writer in the New York Post is about Chelsea Clinton's $10 million townhouse in Union Square that her parents paid for. This is my impersonation of the, the jealous op-ed writer while referencing Chelsea. Chelsea hasn't accomplished anything. She's nothing but a whitewashing prop to get Hillary out of the house into her asexual uh, Druid uniforms on The Daily Show. <laughs> really hope I'm not sounding too low energy today, folks. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's, if the weather is playing a factor, but I'm sounding uh, a little bit too mellow for my taste. Uh, this is my impersonation of Bill Maher interviewing Ronan Farrow. With Harvey Weinstein still free, Cos still claiming innocence, do you feel all the awards shared on you will be relegated as mere participation trophies within the annals of history? <laughs> this is the Do It All Dad Year podcast, dad-friendly entertainment for you and me, controlling our kids with comedy, can make our kids great again. Do It All Dad does jokes available on Amazon, jokes you won't hear on Kimmel. Uh, it's an amazing book. We'll make a great Hanukkah gift. And if you just want to you know, piss off all of your uh, resistor friends, uh, you should buy that book. And who knows? Maybe you'll, you'll convert some onto the Trumpian train in the process. Consider it a mitzvah. <laughs> and I uh, just want to announce the fact that I will be recording audio versions. Because I understand most people don't have time to read books. I will be doing an audio version for Doodle Dad Does Jokes as well as Control Make It to Comedy, a love story. I will. I, my game plan is to have those audio versions done by the end of November. So you will have primo gifts to give loved ones or the people that you just can't stand your life anymore uh, for Hanukkah or Christmas. You're welcome.
Uh, this is Shell Sandberg on political ads with Katie Couric. Political ads only represent 1% of our revenue. Katie Couric snaps back with, fine, care to comment on how digital currency hides pedo trails on the dark web with greater efficiency, bitch? <laughs> this is the Do It All Dad Your podcast. Dad-friendly entertainment for you and me. Controlling our kids a comedy. Can make our kids great again. And I want to do one more impersonation of Charles Sandberg. <laughs> Maybe two. Again, this is Charles Sandberg on political ads of Katie Couric. We don't think the Russians are interfering with our elections. We do think Diamond and Silk are too southern sassy sharp for Tom Arnold to handle in a sparring of wits. <laughs> Again, this is Sheryl Sandberg on political ads with Katie Couric. We don't fact check political ads, Katie. We just make it uncomfortable for paid off Trump supporter actors <laughs> to defend their integrity. Baby boomers hate how much the Trump kids have their shit together compared to their uh, degenerate drug addled ones that we enable uh, forevermore. <laughs> have a wonderful Sunday evening. Uh, give your loved ones extra close hugs. Get extra loosey-goosey for story time tonight, do it all, dads. And by the way, thank God, I heard that recording of the garden. The garden, the Mecca, when Trump attended that MMA fight. And that's the war that I love. And deep down, I know that New Yorkers that aren't truly the scumbags attended and would attend an MMA fight. So that's one thing. Definitely wasn't like a Stevie Nicks crowd. <laughs> We're backstage. They're, they're clamoring to meet Hillary and they're leaning in close and whispering to Hillary, tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. <laughs> Definitely a different crowd. But I just want to say thank you, New York City, for making me proud of you again. Uh, I have not fallen out of love out of my dear New York yet. And though it does kill me that as a whole, that our president is now officially going to be changing his permanent residence to Florida. It's an end of an era. You know, Trump is responsible for turning around New York City in the 70s. It was a total dump. Uh, he turned around the woman rank. And, you know, New Yorkers should be very proud of the fact that uh, we have this president that's fighting for uh, our freedoms, our protections, our prosperity. And he's doing a kick-ass job. And he's a scrapper from Queens. And anyone that, you know, thought that any Trump supporter, you know, was crazy for believing in a man working for free who, you know, wanted to right uh, the previous wrongs of past administrations. But anyone thinking that those Trump supporters were just racist uh, kooks who were pissed off about losing jobs to... Uh, Julio, who was never threatening to take over my IT headhunting job at Robert Half. <laughs> so it's just, it's a ridiculous assertion. Uh, last time I checked, Trump had won, I think he got like 20, 30% of the, the Hispanic and African-American vote last time. And it's going to be like twice as much this time. Uh, he's done a great job. And... Th those those rallies, 
you know, some people call them like the MAGA bubble. They're not bubbles, okay? You know, Abraham Lincoln said that the voice of the people is second to God. And I'm not calling Trump God, but he has successfully tapped into the voice of the people. And when you hear that collective roar, that is the true representation of America. Not all the hysterical, hate-filled rhetoric chatter on Twitter or on CNN or on MSNBC or on The View. Again, Abraham Lincoln, the voice of the people is second to God. And that's why the deep state and Nancy Dentrebeth Pelosi and all the pedophiles and all you freaking scumbag resistor globalist pieces of shit are shitting in their collective boots because the chickens have come home to roost. The Pfizer report's not even out yet. We all know what the crimes were. And there is no way after this man, Donald Trump, who's very dear to my heart, after his family's been threatened with the rest, uh, various acts of violence have been made towards his family. There is no way that these true, evil, perverted perpetrators of justice will go scot-free. Because if they do, Americans as a whole will never be able to trust our justice system again. And there is no freaking way that the big Donald is going to allow that to happen on his watch. God speed. I got my popcorn ready. And keep on punching Mr. President. America loves you for it. Long time! And I'll talk to you guys soon.